I'm Martin. And welcome to another episode of Blurs Are Us. This is episode 148. Um, yep. It's a bit of a quiet one today. Things are slowed down a little bit for me. Um, what, what have you been up to since we last recorded, Martin? Um, working. Uh, finished watching um, Star Wars episode... No, Star Wars The Clone Wars, um, the latest uh, series that's come out. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm really enjoying it. So far, I like it. Um, introduced a few new characters to the show. So um, I'm still feeling them out, seeing how it's going. Yeah. Um, we see, obviously, um, this season, it's very close to season, to episode three, um, the actual movie. So we see sort of like a pregnant um, Padme now and everything. So it's interesting and also looking at how Ahsoka if anyone watches the series and knows about Star Wars characters how Ahsoka is becoming her own person now having left the Jedi Order um uh what else have I been doing oh yeah I've downloaded Borderlands 3 um so I've just started playing that downloaded that yesterday started playing it um uh, yeah that's been about it I yeah. think did I pick up a new I thought I picked up a new manga series as well actually um okay. I think I picked up was it one or two manga series. I think maybe I picked up two, mm-hmm. but one at the top of my head is called. Um, uh, let's see if I remember the name off the top of my head. Okay, I can't remember the name off the top of my head, but it's uh, basically set in a world where. Um, ah, so, so it's called Immortal Swordsman in the Reverse World. Okay. So the story is a bit convoluted. Uh, well, his origins are a bit convoluted. So basically, he is a human who practitions in um, martial arts and um, sort of cultivating your his key. Mm-hmm. Sort of like very very similar to um, uh, Asian Chinese um, martial arts and mysticism. Um, for three hundred years, he lived in another world, um, uh, ruled or populated by fairies. So he learned a whole host of martial arts and other skills included. Mm-hmm. Um, and he wanted to return to his world. His world is actually the modern world. Um, but instead of return to the world that he knows, it's actually flipped. So um, the way it's flipped is that men and women roles are now, uh, that's, that's the flip basically. Men and women have opposite dynamics. Mm-hmm. So for example, um, if the daughter, if his sister was to go out, right, there would be too many questions. We'd be asking things like, oh, yeah, make sure to get home by by 11 o'clock or whatever. Mm-hmm. She just goes and spends how, X amount of hours. Yeah. Um, like, 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 you know, how guys are treated, right? Yeah, yeah. But for him, it's like if he goes out, it's like his parents wants to know who he's going out with. Is he safe? Be careful of the girls because girls, yeah. you know, like to... Uh, was it like to uh, hit hit on guys yeah, yeah. like ruthlessly? This is like how it is in in like our society. That's how it is, in but society. flipped in, yeah. in that society. Yeah. So it's all very very interesting. The things like that like that like there's certain aspects that men in our society here we can do, but in the manga it's it's usually what the women will do. And it's, yeah, it's a whole the reversal is very very interesting. Mm and stuff yeah i mean some things you think that oh that's typically female yeah um 
but the majority of it is like yeah guys that's that's how guys sort of act and blah blah so um been reading that um and that's about it really that's what i've been up to yeah what about you um yeah no for the most part like things have i wouldn't say dwindled down but for the most part like i've just been just chilling playing football manager catching up on a lot of other podcasts i listen to normally um Mm -hmm. so literally um one of the ones that like i i was lagging behind um nerdaholics um, I listened to like, their latest episode and then I went back and started listening to their like, uh, Dungeons and Dragons campaign. So, um, I think they had like 14 episodes of that out and I'm currently on episode nine, I believe. Yeah. So I've got episode nine to listen to. Um, and then I've just, you know, been watching my usual, like the new animes I've been watching week to week. So, uh, Tower of God episode three. I like watch, I like enjoying myself watching that. Um, mm-hmm. Ape said, are you kidding me? Um, he's finally got like his, um, party members. So I'm looking forward to seeing where yeah. that goes. Cause like I said, the first, the very first two episodes were just like a proper introduction to the world, isn't it? Mm. Um, and then, um, one I want to just talk about briefly right now, um, is Glipnir. 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 I honestly don't know how to pronounce this one cause it's just like yeah. a very weird spelling. Uh, this is yeah, animation. Yeah. Uh, I was told to watch this by um by Brian from PCR. Um, mm-hmm. you know, every once in a while, like we'll recommend each other diff- different different animes, and um he was just like, oh, like you know, check check this anime out. So I was like, yeah, like I'm not doing anything. It's on Funimation, which I now have. Um, so I was like, yeah, why why not check it out? Um, yeah, this anime is is very different to my usual usual stuff like it's not isekai it's not like you know adventure it's not shonen it's um mm-hmm. it's very strange isn't it um so basically in this world you have this kid and um let me see if i can pull up his name basically he's got a ability where he can transform into a, like a giant monster but the monster like mm-hmm. like a, a, a mascot and then you just so the so Bruce Thompson's of Funimation is Shinji's secret superpowers force him to transform into a monster and Claire's not afraid to climb inside whatever it is he's become. So in like so he can Wait, so if you like so basically the space inside him. Yeah, so basically, he transforms, basically he transforms into this like massive mascot thing, yeah. And there's a zip on the back. And then when when he gets zipped open, like there's nothing inside. Yeah. So he is like all of him is now this like mascot in it like it's like if you put like a teddy bear suit in it that is um, weird um it looks weird he's got like a giant um i want to say it's a a revolver but he's he's got like a sidearm Mm. um and then in episode two like they get attacked by another girl who's like also a monster but like her billy like it like changes her arms on her legs and like makes her super fast and stuff and she attacks them and then chuchi and claire team up to like defeat her and by teaming up, like Claire literally zips him open and then goes inside him. And so it's, it's a little bit etchy at times, isn't it? But then, yeah, like the faxes are really cool. Um, it's just a strange, weird concept, isn't it? Like I said, I don't usually watch animes like this, but, um, it's coming out week to week. It's on episode two so far. I think the episodes drop on a Sunday. So I'm looking forward to watching that. Um, okay. I'll continue my fantasy star line, my fantasy star line as well. Um, also, I've, you know, like, I loved Darwin's game, innit? So, I, was, mm. I loved Darwin's game, yeah. I thought to myself, like, 
I don't, especially with this uh, coronavirus thing, I don't know when the next episode is going to be. So I thought, yeah. myself, let me just start reading the manga. So I'll start reading the manga. Uh, I'm roughly, I'm maybe a little bit further into where season one ended. Um, mm-hmm. They're in another, they're in another competition and the competition is basically, um, they've been transported to this like a uh, desert island. And on this desert island, there's, there's like different animals and each animal, um, give you a certain amount of points, isn't it? And obviously there's like yeah. a boss on this island and the boss on the island gives you like 10,000 points. So, um, it's like really in this early stages of that competition, isn't it? So, um, mm. yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I'm, I'm enjoying it. I'm going to continue reading where I can. Uh, I want to be, okay. I want to be returning to work kind of thing where I'm going to be doing some like kind of like extra cleaning just to help with the whole coronavirus situation. But like, mm-hmm. it's going to be like one day every three to four days. And it's like maybe two and a half hours. Like it's not, it's not a long day. It's not a difficult task in it. So I don't really mind. It gets me out of the house. Uh, yeah. and I was like, I'm going to stay safe. Like I've got some sanitizer. Um, I've got some gloves. I did have one of those face masks here. But I'm not going to lie. The face mask kind of annoying. Like, makes it like all hot and stuff in it. And like, so I don't know. It does. I don't know if I'm going to wear the face mask because like, again, it was just really hot and bothering and kind of get on my nerves. So, um, Mm. yeah. Nah, but that's pretty much it. Like, literally today, let me try that again. Today's probably fairly quick. I've uh, got two things I want to talk about. Um, I haven't looked on the Google Drive. I haven't taken any notes and stuff myself either. Um, literally just been straight up chilling. But um, I just want you know a way to put an episode out there for people to listen to so that they remember that we are still here. We're still, you know, doing what we can. Um, yeah. I did earlier this afternoon drop another episode of Ghibli Files. Um, me and Stevie watched Princess Mononoke and uh, we reviewed that movie. Um, Got uh princess the uh, princess Yamada no my neighbor y- the Yamadas which we're gonna record in hopefully tomorrow uh I'll bring that out to you guys whenever I can do you know what's mad Jeff like what? I technically should have more time on my hands since I'm not working and literally all I'll do is chilling at home mm-hmm. but, like, when it comes to like editing and putting a podcast like me and Steve record I think we like recorded on Wednesday and I literally like I was just like okay finish recording I'm like okay I'm, re- I'm gonna edit the episode on Thursday. So I think like I edited the episode of first and I just left it. I just didn't upload it. And I was just like, and literally when I woke up to her, I was like, you know, what? I need to actually upload this episode. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I'm still here, still chilling. Um, I've been rewatching Archer. I'm, I'm on to season five. Um, <laughs> I absolutely love Archer. I think it's one of probably the funniest cartoons that I've watched in my life. Do you know before. what? I, I enjoy Archer. Yeah. Um, but I think the later episodes, uh, season, sorry. So I think from the later season. Yeah. So that's what I'm like. I think season seven. Oh, do you know what? Yeah. I was that way as well when I, f- I watched, um, the later seasons for the very first time round. It wasn't mm-hmm. until I, I went back round, did my rewatch and then rewatched the late seasons. Like, uh, uh, the one on the tropical island. Yeah. Yeah. And also the one where they go back into like the seventies. Yeah. They're actually quite funny, you know. They're they they're much more funnier on second view round than the first side round. Like again, do you know what? I think they're funny, but I just don't understand why it is that they're there. So I have a feeling they're gonna turn around and say, um, "Oh, they've planned it so that they say that maybe they've been captured by another." No, no, no. no they, they, they explain it. Ar- do they? Yeah, archers in a coma. So these are all dream sequences. 
All right. Okay, cool. Have you not seen the, the final season? Is the final season is the one that, that they're in the... In space. Um, oh, what are they called? In space. They're in space. Yeah, I have seen that one. Yeah, so in at the, in the very last episode, Archer comes out of his coma, innit? Yeah. All right. So, cool, so cool, 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 cool. Yeah, I'm so with those, you now. I'm with you. Three, they're, they're basically, in a sense, yeah, they're basically filler seasons, innit? Yeah, it's yeah. not really following the main story, but yeah, them three seasons are all filler. A bit well, they're not filler, but they you can categorize categorize it as a filler. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's why they they've been doing that because it's just he's in a coma and that's what he's dreaming while they're in a coma. That's why you've got all the same kind of characters, um, mm. other than um, oh, what's his name? What's the name of the butler guy? Oh, damn it! Oh, um. Woodhouse. Woodhouse, yeah. Because obviously, um, I, I'll say obviously, but I'm pretty sure that, um, the guy that voice actors, um, Woodhouse passed away. That's yeah. why, that's why he's not in it no more. Um, yeah, man, I love Archer. Like, literally, I've been watching maybe like a season a night, um, and then falling asleep when I can. But like, mm. I, I woke up this afternoon, like at four o'clock. And bro, what time do you even go to bed? Because you keep saying that, oh no, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go to bed norm- at normal time and blah 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 blah. It's, uh, it's not. And ha- look at you now. It's not happening. So Thursday, I stayed up all the way till Friday. Yeah, went to work uh, for like a little briefing. Came back home. I was like, okay, yeah, I'm home. I'm gonna sleep in it. Nope, I just stuck on some TV, mm. playing some football manager, listen to podcast. I didn't end up going to bed till maybe like four o'clock that afternoon, maybe. And then I woke mm. up, and I, then I woke up at like, I don't know, eight. And then, you know, went downstairs, had something to eat, then went back to sleep, woke up again about maybe like 10, 11 o'clock. And then I yeah. just stayed up all the way till morning. And then literally, I don't know, maybe like five, six o'clock, some point this morning, I went to sleep. And then I woke up at like 10, you know, and then went back to sleep and then woke up again at like four. Like, yo, my sleeping pan is finished. I like, even right now, yeah, like, I'm, <laughs> I'm just thinking stuff like, I'm not gonna get any sleep. Like I know I need to sleep. Yeah. Like realistically, after we're done and I've edited this, yeah, I shouldn't have said start getting to sleep, trying to get my body pan, uh, my sleeping pattern back to normal. But yeah, it's actually gonna do things. It's gonna try and do things uh, yeah. for the week. Yeah, no, it's mad. Um, but one one thing that I've, I I I got a little, not even upset yeah, but basically, um, everyone's been playing the new Final Fantasy Seven. I've been watching. Uh, yeah. I've been watching Seth Meyers. Uh, live live streaming on Twitch. Uh, I want to say two's official next gaming is the is the is the Twitch is the Twitch channel. Um, mm-hmm. I've just been watching them playing it, and like I'm just thinking to myself like I'm watching so many people play this game. Like, do I even need to um to buy it? I could just literally watch like someone play the game from start to finish. But yeah, you're, you're not getting that same kind of enjoyment factor. So I thought to myself, okay, do you know what? I have the original. Final Fantasy game on um, mm-hmm. my PS3 um, and it was like a digital download so I was like okay cool like I'll just transfer it over to my, PS- my PS4 well not my yeah. my, my, bro- my brother's PS4 in it so I've borrowed his PS4 I've set it all up I've gone into my PlayStation store and it's like oh you've got to pay for the game I'm just like well I don't know pay for the game like I've already I've already got it so yeah no I think because it's a port on a different uh, console yeah yeah, they'll make you uh, buy it again. Yeah, so anything that was like ported onto PS3 doesn't transfer <laughs> over. However, if it was like a a PS3 original game, 
then yeah. I can like port that over and upgrade it to the PS4. So, mm-hmm. so it's a little bit annoying. So right now I'm just thinking to myself, I'm just not gonna have Final Fantasy. Like I'm, I'm just gonna, you know, <laughs> I, it's, it's, it's. I just want to scratch that itch in it. Everyone's playing it. Everyone's talking about it. Um, yeah. And I just want to be like, okay, well, I, I'm not gonna pay fifty pounds now for the uh, um, the new remake, but I'm, mm-hmm. uh, you know, but at the same time, I don't wanna pay twelve pounds for the um, original when I've already, go- I know I've already got it. Like, but it's just that it's so long for me to go outside to my back garden yeah. and go to where the PS3 is and take that out and stuff and say, like, that's just long and effort, isn't it? Like, mm. that's not happening right now, innit? So, I'm just gonna keep firming as long as I can. Um, you know, and the thing is, yeah, PlayStation games, not even just PlayStation games, like, games nowadays hold their value for so long. Like, they don't get discounted for ages, isn't it? So yeah, like, that's very, so, very true. So, it's not even like I'm be like, oh, well, I'm just gonna wait to, for it to go down and then get like a, a cheap version especially now since there's no stores open like I can't even go to like a CEX or one of those like um games game stores in Croydon where like people exchange games or hand or, you know what yeah, I mean yeah so like, you, you get games for uh, cheap yeah, uh, cheap price yeah I can't even I can't even yeah. do that now because it's a friggin lockdown store isn't it and, yeah I mean luckily for me what I'm doing for games I mean so when it comes to um, Final Fantasy 7 I think I'm just gonna hold out till the PS5 comes so I can get it yeah that's that's um, what I wanna do but like I just wanna play it now innit like I really wanna hold out yeah <laughs> Trust. Um, especially since around that, that, that time, I should be, I should be in a much better position where I can get my PS5, I can get my Final Fantasy 7 remake mm. and not feel any type of way in it. Um, yeah. but it's just that I'm seeing everyone play it, everyone's posting, oh yeah, the game's so good and I've completed yeah. it or like, you know, people are live streaming. I'm just like, oh man, I want to do that as well, man. But like, again, I'm trying to be, I'm trying to be sensible in it. Like, I've mm. got so many games that I bought around Christmas time that I haven't even played yet. And then I've got. Uh, you um, see, that's that's exactly what. That's exactly why I also want to wait just so I can play everything now. Yeah. I mean, look at me here. I've got Borderlands Three that I'm now playing. Yeah. Uh, but it is on discount. It's uh twenty five pounds on the on PlayStation Store. Okay. Um, I think without the price drop, it would have been I think fifty pounds still mm. on PlayStation Store. So yeah, it's a massive discount. So I had to I had to do that. Like if. Uh, if I could pick it up for like maybe like five pounds, yeah, then I probably would, not it? Like I know, yeah. I know the difference between five pounds and twelve pounds isn't much, yeah, but I still just feel like, ah, I know that's like I'm just trying to be cheap in it. Yep, don't worry, you and me both. <laughs> yeah, man. So it's mad. Like, oh, I don't know, man. I'm just gonna wait mm. and see what happens in life, and see what happens. But um, yeah. So that's pretty much what I've been doing. That's what you've been doing. Just chilling. Um. I'm not gonna lie to you. I did not finish watching the legendary Hay movie. I'm like halfway through part two. Um, did you finish it? No, the legendary Hay movie. Yeah, I thought. Um, no, have I even? Okay, if you if you haven't watched it, that's fine. We can say that for next week or something. Kill it. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's 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 more than fine if you haven't seen it. All right. So, um, movie of the day is Code Eight. Um, now, this film, uh, was produced in 2019. It's a Canadian science fiction film written and directed by Jeff Chan about a man with superpowers who works with a group of criminals to raise money to help his sick mother. Um, now, I, when I watched the trailer for this, I was really excited for it because it just looked different. It was like, it was like a, 
I wouldn't say a more realistic. Yeah, I guess you could say it's a more realistic take on X Men, like having mm-hmm. means of powers, but like having them in in um like the normal world, so to speak. And um, yeah, I'm a big fan of Stephen Amell. Like you know, I I enjoy I enjoy his work in it. I I I really enjoyed the first couple of seasons. I watched him as Archer. Uh, I thought he was quite funny as uh, Casey Jones in the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie. Yeah. Um. So you know, I I so I was looking forward to this one. Um, when, when I found I was out, I initially didn't know where it was. And then when I found I was on Netflix, I was like, oh, perfect. Like, um, it's on a platform that I have. Um, yeah. because I remember a couple of days ago, I asked you, like, um, has Artemis File come on Disney Plus? Because I don't have Disney Plus in it. And you do in it. Yeah. So like, oh, no, no, I haven't seen it. No, on so, yet. so that's going to come on Disney Plus. I think it said June 12th. Mm-hmm. But then for someone that doesn't have Disney Plus, I was going to go watch this in the cinema. So now that's not coming yeah. out of the cinema, technically, I can't see this movie now because I'm not going to get Disney Plus till probably end of the year. So it's one of those ones that certain movies, like, fair enough, like, it's a, it's a, it's a difficult time in it and, and the best way to do it is to put it on some of the streaming services. <coughs> but, you know, there are certain platforms that we don't have over here. Like, we don't have Hulu. Um, we don't uh, have... No, we don't. We don't have HBO Max. So where will some of the movies that are going to go straight to streaming end up? And, you know, will I then, you know, I don't know. Because again, like, as much as I have the access to be able to, like, watch things illegally, I always mm-hmm. would rather to watch them in proper quality on my TV, on either on a streaming service or I'll pay for it. But then if I've got no way to access it, then other than seeing it in the cinema... Like, you know, that puts me in a bind in it because I'm going to want to, like some of these films, I'm going to want to watch them before I listen to other podcasts that talk about them. And also, yeah. if, I, if I haven't seen it, I want to like push back my listening time to one of the shows that I like listening to. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, just interesting to see how things go forward. Um, but yeah, so, you know, let me hear what your like surface thoughts are of this film and, and what you'd rate this and then I'll give mine. Okay, so my surface thoughts. So I like the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, things I liked about it is that it told a different story to people who have powers, basically. A lot of the time, people who have powers are treated as superheroes. Mm. And then, for whatever reason, they're going to hide. And so it reminded me, this movie gave me feels of The Incredibles. Yeah. Um, x-men and also um i say dc comics when it when it surrounds the um news of metahumans mm-hmm. and how metahumans being treated treated so people like black lightning for example yeah. or static shock um those people um so what i like about this one is that it's of telling a superhero story it just told a story of people who suddenly had powers and rather than people Rather than, I guess, what everyone think their hands to do would be to, you know, I have powers now. Let me go save the world, or you know, become a superhero, or also become a superhero, become a, a villain, or whatever. Yeah. People just do ordinary things. Mm. Um, so you have people who have their powers. So whether they were electrokinetic, whether they were, um, they had, uh, they were cryokinetic or uh, psychokinetic, what, what have you. Mm-hmm. Just doing ordinary jobs. So, you know, um, from what we saw, the manufacturing jobs, for example, people who had super strength and stuff would just be bending plates here and there. Yeah. 
people with fire powers would be welding. People who had electricity powers would be fixing, um, doing nice. big, well, being electricians and whatnot. Yeah. Um, I, I really enjoyed that um, because it just showed another side of you know, how people with these powers just do pra- practical, I guess, working things. Mm. Um, I also liked the way the society is because um, there's, a, there's a lot of discrimination against people who had powers because yeah. ordinary people felt very, very threatened by people who have powers because obviously if you're an ordinary man and woman mm-hmm. or just put any, if you're just an ordinary person on the streets or whatever and you have these superpowered beings just being around, they can you know, do anything, they can zap, they can fry you have where they want to, they could they could you know rip your rip your limbs off or what, what have you if they felt like doing that. So I understand yeah. people's fear of that. So right, you're, again, right. that's something they exper- you're, go you're going a bit far too far into it. I just want to serve a sports in it. So hold, hold, hold on, we're gonna go. <laughs> Sorry, to, yeah, yeah. we're gonna Sorry, go tell it. We're gonna go yeah, tell it. We're more on it. So how would you sports. rate this? How would you rate this? So <laughs> for a movie like this, I say two to three piece, two three pieces for me. Um, what? That's not the racist then, blood. Hey, listen, sir, sir. what? Got to give her in, yeah. So you got core chicken, yeah, yeah. So you got bones if it's dead, core chicken, so three- half chicken, three piece or a whole chicken. What do you rate? There's no in between. There's no. I give it a half chicken. I give it a half chicken on the side. It's either a half chicken or a three piece in it, or it's a whole chicken <laughs> if you absolutely love it. Don't give me Fine, nah. I'll give it all right. It's, it's gonna be it's gonna be a three it'll be a three piece then. Yeah, I give piece, it a three yeah. piece. Okay, cool. Alright, so my service thought is that um I really enjoyed this. I, I did feel like um you could tell it wasn't given the, the biggest budget in the world. Um, definitely. I would have liked it to have gotten um a, a, a more cinematic, you know, release in it, because I felt like the story in itself was good enough, but then if you had given it a, like a, a, a worldwide in cinema with a bit of better budget, like nothing against Stephen Amell, nothing against his brother. His brother, his brother actually surprised me. His brother was actually a much better actor than um, I even knew. I didn't even know he had a, a brother. If I'm being brutally honest, in it, but like yeah, really, yeah. But I feel like some of the, like the supporting actors could have been better in it, like especially um, I. Too. Especially like his crew in it. I think if it was a better movie, you could have got better supporting characters to be in the crew. Um, I found it was funny that the black guy nearly survived all the way to the end. Um, <laughs> yeah, <coughs> that is very, very true. That, that made me laugh quite a bit. Um, I'm going to give this a free piece as well. Um, I did think like for what it was, it was really good. I was entertained. Um, Going into it just a little bit more now, I think like the training montage that they did could have been mm. better. Um, I felt it was quite basic, um, not very fun. Um, but again, it, it did its job in it. Um, yeah. I did like the, 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 um, this innocent side story, the girl that I could heal. Mm-hmm. Um, especially how it ended, uh, going to spoilers now, guys. Like they could have easily just had her heal the mum, and then lived every, happy ever after in it. But then, but she, wouldn't she have? It was revealed that when she heals someone, she takes on their yeah exactly 
So wouldn't she have just died almost? Well, we we don't we. It's it's weird, isn't it? Because like she takes it on, but does she not like still recover? Just re- recovers quicker than others. So, but there there's always that potential that she could have got it, been on death's door, but then eventually recovered. But then obviously we saw that she was in such a bad state that even after she attempted to, the mom still died in it. Yeah. And um, I, I, I did like that because again, it would have been very easy for him to just be like, you know, not, not because again, he was like, he was evil at the end of it because like, he was like, oh, I'm going to set you free in it. But he was just like, even after the explanation of how her powers worked, he was just yeah. like, I don't care. You're going to heal my mom. I don't care if it kills you. And, no, um, he, he, he hesitated a bit. He yeah, did he hesitate a bit. He hesitated a bit, but he was still like, raw, like, I don't care. Like, He's like, I'm her. here now. I need to add, like, the whole reason for him doing this was to heal his mom, and Yeah. Yeah, no, again, it was good. Um, it's just, I can't see a, I can't see a budget, um, which is a, a bit of a shame. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no, I liked it. And it's what, again, for me, it's just like, it felt, even though it took elements of X-Men and other superhero movies, it still felt original enough. Mm-hmm. Um, and I like the whole, you know, that the fact that this city that we're in was basically in a sense built by the superhero powered people. And, yeah. um, you know, once they weren't needed anymore, they were, they were like cast out and, you know, discriminated against. And, and it, it, it angered me a bit in it because like, you know, racism and all, all those isms there are just not, not mm-hmm. cool in it. And it just made me wonder, like, obviously in this world that we in, everything's just like normal in it to a certain extent in it. But like, mm-hmm. if, if, you know, somewhere down the line, people like discovered mutant powers or, you know, we discovered aliens, like, yeah, it, it would, it wouldn't last in it. Like we wouldn't be able to get along. Do you know what I mean? Like we struggled, we struggled to get along now. Like obviously, Look at the madness that's happening in China right now. So mm-hmm. China are blaming Africans, black people, um, for the, um, for the coronavirus. And so yeah. they're not allowing them into McDonald's. They're not allowing them into, into, um, into their stores. There's videos yeah. out there of them attacking black people. Like it's, it's mad, isn't it? So imagine that element, th- th- that element added with superpowers now. Like people would absolutely freak the fuck out. Like it just, it just wouldn't happen. Like, I think mm-hmm. the world will just absolutely just end. Like, it, yeah, <laughs> I I don't know. But the world just ended it. Yeah. Um. I felt like like you. I did also feel it's like I could I could definitely relate to the superheroes because, you know, fair enough. Um, black people and just you know colonialism, colonialism in general, um, having displaced people, and whatnot. Um, just the fact that you've had people who have contributed to their society that they've that they're in so you know i could talk i could talk about slavery and how um people were how black people um you know will have worked on plantations and stuff like that mm. then later on even not even even um um slavery apart you had um chinese people that worked um that worked to create the railway yeah, lines in, in america in America, look how badly Chinese people or Chinese Americans or, you know, in general, the whole Asian society in general are treated in America. Fair enough, you could say that, oh yeah, it's maybe slightly better than black people, whatever, whatever, whatever. But there's still, there's still experience racism, stuff like that, right? And these are people 
who have also contributed in their own way to building um, America, right? So in this same in this same way, I took that same take of how superheroes, of just I say superheroes, superpowered beings in this movie, also you know helped build roads. I mean, they were the main workforce in building roads, bridges, just the basic infrastructure of the country, and then all of a sudden they just replaced because you know they were doing all these good things, but people had all these fears. And people in this society have allowed their fears to obviously <clears throat> get the best of them yeah. and are now treated as superpowered beings as second-class citizens. Mm. You know I mean? yeah. So so that's 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 why I felt hurt because I was thinking, wow, these people, like, yeah. rather than turn to their life of crime or whatever, they said, no, we're superpowered beings, but we're going to help create roads and stuff like that. Mm. It's good for the economy. It's good for everyone else, blah, blah. And then all of a sudden... When you they don't, just get yeah, yeah. when they when they're not needed I, anymore, they're they're outcasted, and it was just like that, it was it was annoying. It was like when they had like the newspaper clippings, it was like raw, like you know, we worked in your hospitals, we did this, that, and the other, and then now like yeah. you know, I yeah. like I like, and it was it, it it kind of amused me because like when he was trying to get a job in the beginning, it was just like oh, do you have powers? And like he knew that if he ticked that he had powers, there was no way he was getting this job. Exactly. Yeah, no, it was mad. I, I gotta give them ratings for the um the action set pieces. Like they weren't like mm-hmm. you know, a lot of action set pieces, but the ones that they did, they did them very well. Um Yeah. I liked how they showed off their powers. Like you had the um she wasn't a, a pyrokinetic, but she could like melt things with heat. Um, yeah. I, I, yeah. She was pretty cool. Um the guy that was a berserker was cool. Um again that caught you by surprise because like they don't really tell you what the different powers are. They just kind of just show you and then explain yeah. it. And just like, oh, okay. All right. That makes sense. Um, so I thought that was pretty cool. Um, mm-hmm. I did like, um, I felt like that guy was Han from Fast and Furious, but I'm not 100% certain. Which one was that? Um, the police officer that had, um, a daughter that was, um, assume had, um, yes. Say that again. He played. He called, yeah, because he plays Han. Yes, in, okay. um, he does play Han. Yeah, I was, again, yeah, I was just like, um, get... uh, Sung, Sung Kang is his name. Okay, yeah, I, I just didn't want to get them confused, mixed up in it. Cause I, was like, I was like, I was like, I'm pretty sure that's Han from Fast and Furious. But yeah, no, I, I, I liked it. Um, I'll give it a solid three piece. Um, if you're on isolation, lockdown, and you have nothing to do, it's definitely worth checking out. Um, yeah, but that's pretty much all I have to say say on that one, really. Like, it was a fun movie. Action was good. Story was good. Um, they yeah, they could have done the be- the the montage better. They could have had slightly better support actors in involved. Um, mm-hmm. And it's weird because like I kind of want to see another film in this world, but the way it's ended, like you don't need a second film. I mean, with a film like this. I guess the reason I think it's a good thing that they didn't leave it on a cliffhanger because mm. you can make you can make a lot of different films based off of this um, based off this uh, that that world, yeah. can't you? Yeah. I mean, you could focus you could focus at a city at a time. Mm-hmm. You could focus on um, powers across the world mm-hmm. um, and and how different societies um, uh, react to yeah. uh, or treat people with those powers. Um, because again, it's it's based in our world, 
Yeah. And people with powers only turned up in what well, the late stages of well in the twentieth century. Yeah. So um there's still a lot they can play with here. Um, we've already spoken about the racial, well, I say race, about dis- dis- discrimination against superpower beings um, and the American society, because let's face it, society in America is very polarizing. It's, mm. it's like, I I mean, from the news that we get anyway, you can mm. see it's very polarizing in the politics and stuff like that. So how would these people have been treated if they were in a society that's a bit more um a bit a bit less polarized so people sort of you know are very conscientious about their surroundings people who live there things like that um again it'll be interesting to see that i'll see a movie around that i mean they can still do the whole um whether it's a bank heist or whatever they can still do all that um well, it'll be interesting to see that maybe, I don't know, you had police officers with, with powers. I mean, mm. what kind of people would you recruit for that? Would you recruit people who are only berserkers? So just, uh, you know, just strength and endurance. Or would you have people that can, um, you know, have uh, psychokinetic power so they can just, you know, stop per- uh, perpetrators in the tracks and, you know, keep them bind up or whatever. I mean, the possibilities are endless here. Um because in this movie we didn't see too much of that we only saw it was literally like anyone who's a police officer or who's in law enforcement is either a robot or um a non-powered being yeah um and again uh, what i liked about this um was that even though you had uh i mean it, it sort of talk i mean how do i explain how do i describe this because Superpower beings has such a hard time getting work and stuff like that. You can see that they'll turn into a life of crime, which is yeah. very true for people in um, in uh, poor areas and things like that. Mm. So it's interesting that there was no gateway for these superpower beings to go to the police and say, "Okay, I want to be part of the force. This is what I can do." It was all just literally just, "Nope, yeah, you're a superpower and, being." And you always have government that, doesn't like you. And you always have that one super racist dickhead, doesn't it? And like. That was the guy's police yeah. partner. Like he was just like, oh, well, let's just go to the guy's house and plant drugs on his house so we can just wrap up the case real quick. And I was like, you're like, obviously we as we as the audience know that yes, in a sense, yeah, the guy that they're after is one of the bad guys. But at the mm-hmm. same time, yeah, you as a police officer don't fully know his involvement in it, and you we, exactly. we know that he's actually not that bad. In it. Like he's put in a bad situation where his mom is like dying of a, a, a mutant based cancer in a sense isn't it and they don't have the money to give her the treatment and you know it, in, in most people's situation they'll do anything for their mum in it like you know that's their yeah. mum you get me so like he didn't want to do crime but he needed money and it's just, it just a victim of his circumstances yeah. isn't it and initially obviously there's no such thing well for the most part there's no such thing as a victim of crime but initially the first offence that they committed you know, no one was getting harmed. It's just that the fact that things escalated to the point where they needed money more desperately and that mm-hmm. wasn't, then that wasn't his fault. But then, you know, he realized, hold on, like, you are, you, the, the gang needs more money. I need more money. So let's go rob a bank. And then even, yeah. that, even, even that bank robbery, that went wrong. Uh, yeah, that's mad. Now, again, like I said, guys, really good film. Go check it out. Um, I've got nothing more to say on this movie. Uh, do you, Mayan? Um, yeah, so from uh, Stephen Amell's um, role 
as sort of like the mentor and trainer. Mm-hmm. Um, again, I, d- I mean, I'm sure people are going to uh, sort of agree with me on this one, but I felt a bit more like he was in Green Arrow f- and Flash mm-hmm. in the aspect where he's helping Flash or helping, or, you know, when, so helping his character, um, Green Arrow, or let me start, how, how do I best say this? So when he's playing, when he's acting as Oliver Queen and his training montage scenes between Oliver Queen and uh, Flash Barry Allen, I kind of got that feel um, in this movie as well, only because, you know, you've seen him in Arrow, you've seen him doing all this training stuff, training people and whatnot. Um, I got that vibe as well. Not to typecast him or anything like that, but I think he does very, very well when he he ends up in roles like that, where he's training people. Um, again, I think I think it was very, very good. Just um, all that montage, that train montage, they're just you know exploring this, exploring um, uh, this character's um, abilities and <laughs> you know in electrokinesis, basically. Um, and all of that. So I think all in all is a very good movie, very well put together. Yeah. Um, shows you a different aspect of society where, you know, you haven't got people flying around or whatever, mm. but there's still some power beings. They, you know, they've contributed to society in some way mm. um, as they should, because, you know, they're still, ta- they're still ordinary uh, taxpaying citizens yeah. and um, just how, you know, people's prejudice, uh, the society's prejudices have had a negative impact on them as people. Yeah. So again, very, very well done. Definitely check it out when, uh, when you have the time to, especially in COVID-19. I mean, mm. it's out on Netflix, on Netflix, but I'm sure you can watch it somewhere else. Yeah. Um, I just like, obviously like, it's kind of obvious, but him and his brother had very good chemistry as well. So that's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. And obviously now that he's no longer in the Archer, the, the Archerverse, the uh, Arrowverse, hopefully he'll, you know, we'll get, we'll, we'll see him in more movies and stuff. So yep. um, I look forward to that. Uh, one thing I just want to say real quick as well, yeah, if you've got Netflix, yeah, um, check out High Score Girl. Um, season two just came out. Uh, it's a really fun, like, slice of life anime about a, a, a boy and a girl and their relationship in terms of how, like, they're both gamers in a sense. Uh, it's set, like, in, I'll say, like, the late 80s, early 90s gaming scene. And, um, yeah, it's just, re- it's just re- a really cute anime. I'm gonna give this a whole chicken. Um, really? Yeah, cause it's just, it's just, it's just so cute. It's funny. Um, season two obviously carries on from season one, which is, uh, yeah, that's self-explanatory. But like, you know, it shows them go through like, I don't know, like primary school, then into secondary school. And then like, you know, just before they're about to go off to like high school and then put- go into university in it. And like, Mm-hmm. As the thing's gone on, they've like, because the boy's a bit oblivious, isn't it? Like, he's just really into games, isn't it? And obviously, she's really into games. Yeah. As, she's obviously really into games as well, yeah. But like, you as the audience can tell that like she's got feelings for him, and he's mm-hmm. just so you know just oblivious that he doesn't realize. And then there's a, there's another girl that like really that develops feelings. So he's involved in this like really weird love triangle. And then in season two, they introduce the sister. He's funny. Um, it's just, again, it's just a really funny, cute anime in it. And like, I just really liked in it. And, um, you know, there's a lot of gaming references, like the Street Fighter, there's Virtual Fighter. Um, you know. Oh, I'm sure that, yeah, I'm sure if animes like that, there will be references to loads of games out here. Oh, oh yeah, definitely, man. And it's, it's just so cool, man. Cause like, 
obviously, I I was born in '89, so my gaming experience really came kind of came from like the '97 period onwards with the with the N64 in it. But obviously, mm-hmm. you know, they bring up the Famicom, they bring up Atari, and then, and there's OG games there in it. So and it was just yeah. it was just cool seeing some of these games that I've heard of, or obviously I've now recently played when I went to that arcade place in in Chicago. Mm-hmm. But to like see them animated like as realistically as possible, like they've even got like the reflection from arcade machine. It is really cool, and it's just a really fun. Oh, wow. so okay. I would just say I would again if you you know want something a little bit different, especially while we're in a lockdown and you want to try something new. Um, I would hire, and you're a, a gamer and you're a fan of gaming. Um, I would definitely check out High School Girl season one and two. Um, but yeah, that's, that's it, man. I'm just gonna continue watching my anime, mm-hmm. reading my manga. Um, I'm gonna try and play more of the games that I've got on Switch. Like, I still haven't completed, um, um, Octopath Traveler. I wanna jump. I've got, yeah. the, I've got Fire Emblem. I, I haven't jumped. I haven't even touched. I don't think I even open it and get it out of the case. So, uh. Jeez. Got, have you got, um, Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild? No. I am not, I'm not the biggest fan of the, few, the, the recent Zelda games, isn't it? I just don't have the time to get into them. I still think Legend of Zelda, um, Ocarina, Ocarina of Time is one of the greatest video games ever. It literally I, is. I'm telling you, get it. Get Breath of the Wild, do it. You, I mean, I'm sure. I'm sure people that are, that are listening to us as well, they play the game. Yeah, no, uh, definitely. But I'm just not really into them kind of games, isn't it? Like, I don't know. I'm just not really a fan of them, innit? Like, I'm supposed you've got to, be to lose. on the play, on, on the PlayStation. They've got um, uh, you can get Uncharted one to three for free right now, mm-hmm. and then also Uncharted four. And I never really played that game. I was never even really like I was never really a Tomb Raider guy either. But I was thinking, because yeah. they're meant to be giving out for free, I might check it out. But I haven't even gone into the store to look if if it's there and download it. So I think I got I think I got Uncharted four for was it on um, PSP PlayStation Plus. Plus? Yeah, yeah, I think Uncharted four was on yeah, PlayStation Plus. But I think they were gonna do the um the the um Uncharted collection as well for free, so people will, like encourage people to stay indoors. But I'm just like, yeah. I don't know, man. Again, <laughs> those games ain't really for me in it. But um, again, I want to play. I just want to play. I just want to. I just like a good turn-based RPG in it. So that's kind of what mm-hmm. I want to get uh, Final Fantasy in it. But hey, we'll see, man. But yeah, man, that brings pretty much the episode to a close, man. A nice little quick one here. Um, I hope everyone's staying safe during the quarantine. Um, yeah, keeping your sanity. You know, you know, um, yeah, what else can I say? Stay safe, um, watch video games, uh, and leave us a review on iTunes. Um, Play video games, watch series. Edit. Yeah, Stay inside. Stay safe, people. That's all I can say, man. Right. <laughs> yeah, mine. So, yeah, we're done. Say bye to the people. Bye, everyone. Catch you next time. Right. Hope everyone enjoyed. Bye-bye now. <laughs>